You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. Hello and welcome back to the Salty Sex Cast. If you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm Mariah and I'm a nationally board certified health and wellness coach and a certified health education specialist. Um, I have a mission of spreading information that is really going to help you empower your sexual journey um, and sexual wellness and stigma and fear and really just arm you with the information you need to take back that power. So I invite wonderful guests to help me with that mission. And today I have Brooke Hazen. Um, who's an organic farmer, a fitness expert, and author of You Are Not Broken, a holistic guide for men and women to heal the pathways of sexual dysfunction and restore relational harmony. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you so much for having me on. So um, I'm really excited that more and more people are out there saying, hey, what we have is not working. The solution's really are a quick band-aid and sometimes they create more problems and I'm not going to stand for it. And so, um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey of what brought you to, to me today and, and everything in this book. Well, it's interesting what you said about empowerment and fear. That is exactly what my book is about is, is empowering us and uh, to strip ourselves of the fears that are holding us back from transformation in our lives. My story started a number of years ago when I started experiencing symptoms of erectile dysfunction. Um, And I didn't know what to do. I felt um, totally scared. Um, It was one of the most difficult times of my life. And um, I reached out to my naturopath and was automatically prescribed um, pharmaceutical ED meds. Um, and at the time I thought that was, I guess, the only really solution out there being offered, especially if a naturopath is offering it. Um, but um, I found that I was getting side effects and they were debilitating side effects that were not uh, conducive to, you know, my own personal growth of my, of my heart and soul. and um, and it just did not work for me. So um, I kept trying different pharmaceuticals and I and, and even natural drugs. And I felt like a lab rat. It was one of the most horrible times of my life uh, where I had side effects and I was so scared, trying so desperately to restore my sexual health. But really no reason why I was experiencing this. It was kind of a nightmare. And Western medicine really had no answers for me. I was all on my own. Um, and that's because we'll go into that later, but there's a lot of reasons why there it's basically symptomatic reductionist, you know, approach to medicine. Um, and they never get to the root cause of what is causing something. So my book is all about getting to the root cause of what's causing everything in our lives, sexual dysfunction, physical uh, dishealth in our lives and relational dysfunction. Um, so anyways, uh, I, I went through this period of trialing these different drugs and I really came to really almost the end of the line. I was getting very depressed and I started praying to God because I've always been a very spiritual person my whole life and I've always communicated with God, but never in such a desperate moment like this, uh, with so much on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, So this was the first true, true test of my life. And I still had an element of control in my prayer. I was, I was praying specifically for a a drug that could uh, give me healthy sexual function without side effects. It was pretty specific. And um, I even thought at one point I I had one, uh, but that turned out to be to have side effects too. And so at that point, I really had reached the end of the line. There was really nowhere else to go. I, um, I fell into a depression for weeks at a time. Um, and, uh, it was a scary time for me. And, uh, 
I continued to pray, but this time I prayed. I let completely go and said, Lord God, I do not have any answers anymore. I am at the end of the line. I'm completely dependent on you to help me through this process. Can you please give me a healing miracle? And I started praying for a healing miracle at that point because there was nothing else I could do. And in that moment of letting go is when my journey started. It took some time, but I started a journey of knowledge and learning and a transformation of not only my sexual health, but my physical and relational health too. Um, Yeah, and uh, that process of letting go is actually what are the most foundational teachings in my book in the beginning that are that are completely free. It's a process of letting go of our uh, our addictions, our attachments that are negative, our um, cultural and uh, peer pressure that we experience from mm-hmm. you know family, from even corporations, um, and also the myths and misconceptions that hold us back from becoming the beings we're truly meant to be Um, because what we're experiencing now is Western uh, culture is approaching our most foundational parts of our lives upside down and backwards. So for example, when it comes to pornography, it's destroying neurology relationships and leaving men impotent. Uh, When it comes to, uh, our behaviors and in, in relationships with sex, uh, such as mating behavior, which I'll get into later. Mm-hmm. Uh, mating behavior is undermining and poisoning long-term, sustainable, deep, connected relationships. Uh, when it comes to our diet, uh, it's actually uh, perpetuating disease, comorbidities, and death at appalling rates. Uh, when it comes to our healthcare, Uh, we're just hovering around the symptoms and people are just remaining sick with side effects. In fact, in in some ways, it's even making people more ill uh, without ever getting to the root cause and transformation solutions that we need. Yeah. And it's all simple. We're talking about uh, a free and simple process that doesn't cost any money. It's all about letting go, letting go of addiction to pornography, addiction to ejaculation, to these dopamine you know, destructive cycles to certain foods, to how often we, you know, to even donating blood. These are all free and simple, but because of the pressures that are exerted upon us, we are not doing this when it's so easy to do. And that's why I want to empower people. Once they enact these teachings in the first part of my book, this is the the catalyst for a massive transformation that not only I went through, but millions of men and women can go through too. Mm-hmm. You said something that was, you know, very relatable. I think for a lot of people of, you know, I, I had something that changed for me either. I wasn't um, performing as expected, that kind of thing. So I went to someone who I trusted to have a unique or different answer that wasn't quite, um, you know, medication symptom related. And you found that, that, that was still the avenue that was traveled upon and, and wasn't fulfilling. Um, you said something where you're like, I, I, I just wanted a fix without more problems and how many people don't even go seek a fix because they know so many of them come with negative side effects, or I have to give up my lifestyle, or I'm going to be told I'm doing all the wrong things. And it's going to be more shame based again, where I'm trying to avoid when really I'm hearing letting go of a lot of those expectations, letting go of a lot of those, um, negative societal norms that aren't serving you. Um, and you know, where some people are here, ah, I have to change my lifestyle. I have to eat a vegetable now and again. I don't want that. (laughs) They're going to stay where they're at until they start realizing what behaviors are fueling some of those dysfunctional um, outcomes. 
Yeah, I mean, we need to have a clean mind and neurology for God's light energy to come in into us and for healing to take place on a cellular level within mm -hmm. us. That light energy that heals us is the healing energy of God ultimately. Um, and the dopamine addiction, which, uh, you know, largely men, there's women too that are experiencing uh, porn-induced erectile dysfunction, which is the largest growing segment of dis sexual dysfunction in, in the country, in the West right now. Um, again, Western medicine has no clue how to handle this, doesn't even know what's going on. They don't even know why. There's this massive result of it's pretty clear that this is the end result of two decades now of the pornography experiment. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's leaving fields of immobilized and disembodied young men incapable of fulfilling a relationship on any level um, because their neurology has been hijacked by this incredibly powerful super stimulus uh, dopamine destructive addiction to pornography. Instant gratification. Um, it, mm -hmm. And, and I, I'm not uh, over, uh, I'm not overstating that this is, is in fact an addiction. Neurologically, uh, what is taking place with the porn-induced erectile dysfunction is that, um, and I'm going to say mainly men because uh, the statistics are that men are, 80% of men watch pornography weekly and uh, roughly 26% of women. So there's definitely... While most men and women are more close, closer and statistically to initially watching pornography, it's generally men that get addicted long-term and continue to go in a cycle of addiction with pornography mm -hmm. um, in higher instances. Um, but it's, pornography is incredibly geared for destroying men's neurology and relationships because, uh, because it, it um, it, it's geared for specifically for each individual's brain. So pornography, each, each individual actually selects um, something that, that stimulates them. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, and there's a lot of novelty. So this, this goes with what we call the mating behavior and the bonding behaviors, which we're going to talk about when we get into relationships. But mating behavior is... By definition, if we define it, is basically uh, it's basically um, it's that mammalian part of our brain that's instinctive. That its its end goal is to spread maximum gen genetic diversity to a um, largest plethora of novel mates possible yeah. in order to spread that you know, genetic diversity. Um, and obviously that's not what we're after in life and in relationships, um, but pornography is, uh, is doing just that. See, the way that the brain works, it cannot differentiate between a physical addiction to like um, cocaine or morphine um, and a neurological addiction to uh, the super stimulus of pornography and ejaculation to pornography. And it's actually the ejaculation that has incredible effects too, not only in pornography, but destructive effects in the relationship. It's a mm -hmm. process I'll go into, but, um, yeah, the, um, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, going back to the, the, the dopamine cycle, the, the other thing the brain cannot differentiate between is the fantasy that's taking place and reality. So, um, Men actually believe, I'm going to say men again, men actually believe they're, they're waging a successful campaign of, you know, mating with a huge diversity of women that they are actually ejaculating to. They believe they are actually mating with these women. The brain does not differentiate whether that's real or fantasy. So what you have are men that are actually deeply in, I won't call it relationship, but they're in a sexual relationship with a large diversity of novel mates. And so their neurology, their dopamine is decreasing to such level, low levels that it's equal to what we experience with the levels of mor morphine and cocaine addicts. Um, so that's where it's a, a true addiction. And we don't recognize that in Western society 
that this really is an addiction on par with co cocaine and morphine addictions, mm -hmm. just like lots of dopamine addictions. But the science shows that. Um, so yeah, um, it's incredibly destructive. Yeah, it's it's one of those that you hear, and you know, we talk about fear and stigma a lot on the podcast, and those statistics and that comparison, the science of you know how it affects your brain can trigger a fear response um, for some people. And they can start, um, I'm sure you know, even some folks who are listening to this podcast right now are saying, I listen or I watch porn and I'm fine. Or, um, you know, I'm not going to change my behaviors because I do enjoy this. Um, so I, I want to just touch on a little bit about how we can use the knowledge that we're talking about today to create choice and how that can, you know, asking yourself, what is it about this, you know, that I am drawn to and how do I get that in real life? Or how do I find something that's going to fulfill me, um, that's not going to leave me empty and feeling like I'm craving more of it later. You know, if I'm just video after video or something like that, um, I really want to definitely, um, empower others for that choice and, um, you know, create the awareness around, we know there, there is scientific proof about what happens in your brain. Um, when you're unconsciously consuming, uh, and abusing this, um, porn, you know, just yeah. <laughs> this media. So, um, yeah. okay. Um, before I get into that, I also want to talk about, uh, I don't think women understand the immense toll that ejaculation takes on men, but oh. you know, the moment that a man ejaculates, uh, the, uh, a neurological and physical refractory and replenishment period starts, which is very intense. Um, it pulls all the most vital resources from our body to replace the sperm. Um, and a, um, a, during um, climax, uh, dopamine rises to high levels. And then at ejaculation, dopamine levels crash. And this is just the semen release part. It's not necessarily ejaculation. It's just the actual semen release because the semen is so powerful and packed with so many nutrients, hormones, growth factors, um, and the dopamine drop, uh, you know, that happens after ejaculation is so intense that it causes a, a process that, that weaves up and down for two weeks of mood imbalance, um, distancing and fatigue, um, as well as irritability and, and even anger. Um, and, um, so anyways, um, going back to what you said about empowerment and hope, there absolutely is empowerment and hope. And yeah. first talking about pornography, the hope is, is that there's hundreds of thousands of young men and women uh, and men and women of all ages that have joined the NoFap forums. And that's uh, N-O-F-A-P, nofap.com. Um, um, these are forums that... Um, Empower, you know, empower us to uh, come together and to choose a different reality that's free of pornography. Um, so what we do, I've gone through this school myself. We do a 90-day challenge, which is called No PMO, and that's short for No Pornography, Masturbation, Orgasm. So that's ejaculation for men, orgasm for women, because there are women that are addicted to pornography too. Um, and my book is definitely written for men and women. I just want to add. So anyways, during this 90-day um, uh, process of, of completely letting, letting go of those addictions to pornography and, and ejaculations and orgasm to, and masturbation to pornography, uh, we go through immense, immense transformations. Um, it is challenging, challenging for a lot of men to make it through this process. There's many men and women that grapple very hard over and over and over with relapse back on the pornography, even though they know the benefits that they can get from it. But basically what we have discovered is that we are tired of living in a virtual reality where we've sacrificed relationships. We're not even able to have 
intimacy with the with real partners. We're tired of living in a fantasy of pixels on a screen. We give all that up to have a reality in front of us. We want to have healthy, deep, connected relationships. Mm -hmm. And so most of these men and women that graduate from the 90-day um, NoFap, um, it's called Monk Mode Challenge, um, <laughs> they actually will go on to Koretsa, Tao, and Tantra practices in their relationship, which is semen retention. And that's what we'll get into next is the hope and empowerment for having healthy relationships because this actually ties together. Having healthy sexual behaviors and healthy relationships are incredibly linked because of this um, same process that happens in relationships where practicing mating-based behaviors with the sole goal of ejaculation actually causes a simil similar distancing in the relationship and ultimately searching for novelty again, for novel mates. This again goes to this mating behavior of searching for maximum genetic diversity to cast thy seed. Yes. You know, it's, it's not what we're looking for. So what we are doing is we're taking on what um, Koretsa, Tao, and Tantra have been practicing for millennia, which is semen retention and bonding behaviors. And that's what we'll get into next, or bonding behaviors. Yeah. Before we move to that, I would love to hear, I mean, you didn't just write this book because you had, hey, a little bit of health hiccup. You have experienced a lot of everything that you are talking about. So the pornography um, and wanting that connection. So everything that you're saying, I'm, I'm seeing it in your face even. This is something that you have experienced yourself and have truly wanted that deeper relationship, have wanted to find more connection, um, that kind of thing. But I would love to hear, you know, what was that experience for you? What were some of those struggles or thoughts going through, you know, while you were going through your, um, monk mode or, and things like that? Um, you know, could you expand on that a little bit? Um, yes. Uh, so this process was unfolding in the most beautiful and profound way. Every day that I went practicing semen retention and refraining from virtual pornography or similar type of imagery, um, I was actually experiencing, you know, tremendous mood balance and clarity. I was learning, I was growing, I was becoming more empowered. Uh, I would, found my voice, uh, I could truly uh, experience and, and show my passions and find my place and become ultimately the being God wanted me to be. I believe that God wanted me to go through this process. And I'm, I'm so grateful I went through this process because it was such a stark experience that it forced me to make a complete change. I would hate to be semi-addicted to pornography and be semi-living a half-life. I want to live a complete full life. And that's what I have experienced. I have completely transformed on every level. Um, and that's what we call superpowers in um, the NoFap uh, programs. Uh, and really these superpowers are just, are they feel like superpowers because they've been deadened for so long from these dopamine addictions. Um, but all we're doing is, is allowing ourselves to heal and to experience the light of God to, to come into us. And uh, our body knows on a cellular level, it has an inherent intelligence on how to restore perfect balance on a neurological, physiological, you know, level. Um, and all we need to do is simply clean our house, clean our mind, uh, strip ourselves of our fears and our addictions um, to allow ourselves to grow again. So if you're, at, you know, if someone's listening to this podcast right now, who um, is recognizing some of the similarities in your story with maybe what they're experiencing right now, um, what would you tell them would be one of the first steps? And if they're realizing pornography is, has become a problem for them. Well, it takes some time to make these connections, but I can assure, I can tell people that 
this is all connected. Sexual health cannot be, despite Western medicine trying to make us think that we can have one pill for one area of our body, it's all interlinked. Um, mm -hmm. All the compartments of our body, the systems in our body, all flow together. Our sexual and our physical health are completely inseparable. Our relational health is completely inseparable. Our spiritual life is completely inseparable. And our passions and our, our mission in life are completely inseparable. We, it's all tied together. So it takes some time to, first of all, to rebuild the dopamine levels and receptors again. Um, once that process starts again, you'll notice increased energy levels, um, increased drive, because dopamine is, is a very interesting neurochemical. It's actually sort of linked to the will of God because it is really our drive and our determination and our passion. Mm. But when those are depleted because of the, the loud noise of the super stimulus of porno pornographic ejaculatory addiction, um, we no longer are able to have that will and that drive. So the first step to restoring physical health and that drive towards physical and relational health, which is our sexual health too, is to um, restore our, our dopamine receptors and our dopamine levels. And we do that we can do that with our partner. This process actually should be open. We should not have any shame. This is a addiction. And just like an addiction to any drug, there should be no shame. And we should include our partners in this process and be fully open with what we're experiencing and what our goals are and how we want to tie that into our future um, behaviors in our relationship yeah. um, with, you know, practicing bonding behaviors, practicing senior retention, there are so many myths and these are all really, a lot of them are excuses, they're cultural excuses, they're personal excuses for not giving up these addictions and the fear of trying something new on your own. I, I wanna challenge people to let go of everything they've heard um, and actually start to research and empower themselves and make their own decisions and forge their own paths in life. Yes, yeah, I can't say. I can't stress that enough. And that's why I, I love to have varying opinions on the podcast and, and all sorts of viewpoints. So, you know, to unlearn and expand awareness and take the choice of what is their goal. Um, I'm sure some people are listening to this and they're like, you know what, that's bunk. I'm, I want to, to still watch my pornography. I do enjoy that. Well, um, I will say one thing, if that's, message, what they, oh, if that's what they want to do, then I can tell them that it's not if, it's when they will experience porn-induced erectile dysfunction at some point. And at that point, like most people, men that do join the NoFap forums, they join because they've actually hit the end of the road. They no longer can even perform sexually with their partner. Um, and sometimes they cannot even perform to their they're highly, most highly geared, neurologically geared pornography that they mm -hmm. are familiar with, that they use all the time. They actually get to that point of what's called desensitization. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's a real thing for, for everything that you use as a tool, as a sexual tool, or, um, you know, just kind of understanding what is the, the reason I want to bring this into my life and is it sustainable? And what's, what's my choice, you know, and you were just saying, if they want to choose that, they're going to choose consequences later down the road. I mean, that's Look, pretty yeah. much what you're choosing. And so this is a warning. That. It's a warning. It's a warning. I'm, I can give all men listening right now, a warning that, and women too, they're going to experience this too. They will actually be forced to make this change at some point that they're just delaying the process. And, and it seems like there's some reward because this is a dopamine cycle addiction that you feel you're getting a reward, just like a dopamine addiction to food or anything else. Um, you feel you're getting a reward, but you're never actually getting satisfied. Mm -hmm. You're actually getting further and further away from satisfaction. Yeah. So when they're, when someone has realized, Hey, I do want connection. I do want sexual wellness, optimal sexual wellness for myself. Um, you were saying the, the, the mating and bonding and having an understanding of those differences 
can help start guiding some of those choices. Tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so basically what the Eastern traditions have found out is that they can supplant and hardwire bonding behaviors to satisfy those intense mating behaviors, which we can't ignore, they exist. Mm -hmm. um, but we can actually satisfy that whilst, while building long-term, sustainable, connective, deep relationships that we truly want and desire. Um, and we do that because um, bonding and mating have both evolved over hundreds of thousands of years as behavioral pathways in our mammalian brain. The bonding behaviors were based around building deep connective relationships with our family, with our, our babies, with our friends, with community. Um, so what we're doing is we're um, actually approaching our relationships on a deeper, more connective level, rather than just um, experiencing this, this never-ending cycle of, of dopamine crashes that climactic-driven or you know, ejaculatory-based sex goal-driven sex brings, we're actually yeah. building oxytocin on a neurological level in you know, um, deep layers of connective relate, relating on a, you know, on a, a, a neuro, on, on a psycho-spiritual level, you know? Yeah, um, yeah so um, bonding behaviors include like deep listening, honoring feelings, um, you know, deep communication, um, really talking through things. Um, we, we get into the intimacy of like um, caressing, uh, foreplay, um, sensuality, just more of the dance and the process rather than just a focus solely on getting to that ejaculation. Event. That um, orgasm driven, um, which... I don't know. It's like a cascading effect, right? If I am only orgasm driven, then I can have performance stress and that can cause dysfunction instead of really focusing on, you know, the deeper connection, you know, um, holistic, uh, experience instead of just a physical experience or, um, you know, I am just getting one need met. Um, it's incredible when you brought in those needs and how many you can get met, you know, you can get that connection met, you can get that trust met, you can get like a physical met physical need met as well. Um, when you're willing to go that deeper level. Um, yeah. Um, bonding behaviors bring men more in alignment with women because, um, you know, it slows things down, um, and connects men deeper with women, you know, um, women are actually just getting warmed up, so to speak, uh, when men usually ejaculate and, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, so it's never really fulfilling for women and men together. And, and then this process of, you know, fatigue and distancing immediately takes place the moment that ejaculation takes place for men. So instead of going through that process and you can actually equalize and, and, and connect more with your partner and stay connected rather than um, sort of getting ripped apart and having to leave the room, you know, mm -hmm. you can deeply embrace and, you know, in timeless, you know, union, you know, um, together after, you know, there's been, you know, we get to a level for men in Tantra, that higher level Tantra that's it's called um, it's called full body orgasm with ejaculation without semen release. Um, mm -hmm. So the the main thing is what I encourage men to do is to not ejaculate at all costs um, because it's so valuable to your your own growth inside and your relationships um, and it's you know, keeps your, your relationship so healthy and connective that, um, there's really no reason to do it. I mean, unless you're actually trying to make a baby, there is no reason to ejaculate for, for men because of the immense toll it takes on men. Um, it doesn't help in any way. It actually is sort of a waste because it, um, you know, it's so powerful and it, it actually has the power to populate the entire United States of America. It contains all our most precious resources in our body. Um, there's no reason to let that go when it's all it's doing is 
causing distancing and satiety in the relationship because there's another term called satiety, um, which is, again, this destructive mating behavior causes satiety, um, which is basically the, this mating brain part of our brain that says, okay, I have actually succeeded in procreating with this novel mate. Now I'm ready to seek a new novel mate. Um, th this is such an insidious and archaic and reptilian aspect of our brain that has no place in modern relationships. Yet Western culture, uh, this is the, the main uh, way that we are taught to behave in relationships. Uh, so we actually have an incredibly poisonous and destructive behavior that is, we've been entrenched to believe is the correct way to our relationship. But even the most well-planned and the best, um, the best matched uh, couples really do not stand a chance ultimately with, this, with these cycles. I actually am friends with Marnia Robinson, who wrote um, Cupid's Poisoned Arrow. And her husband passed away last year, Gary Wilson, who wrote um, Your Brain on Porn. Your Brain on Porn, that website was the first... Uh, miracle that God gave me that started my journey of transformation. That's what, what started. It took me about a month, but I started making the connections when I was on my, I started practicing the NoFap journey. And that's when I made those connections. What Marnie told me is that the reason she wrote her book was, you know, Gary focused on the neurology of pornography addiction. She focused on the neurology of mating versus bonding behaviors. Um, because she was um, wanted to really get to the root cause of why we go through these relationship and marriage divorces and cycles that are go through the same pattern over and over and over where we, you know, we're, we're incredibly suited. We have this intense honeymoon cycle, uh, untamed, you know, sex with semen ejaculation and climax. Um, and then the satiety and the distancing starts to set in even though these, this couple is truly meant to be together, we have the wrong tools and wrong behaviors mm -hmm. that we're practicing. So when we supplant the correct tools and behaviors for that, and we hardwire that in, we now are able to get the best of both worlds. We could still have actually the best, you know, lovemaking of our, of our dreams and still have long-term sustainable relationships that can last a lifetime because mm -hmm. we're constantly practicing these bonding behaviors, which yeah. develop and, and, and instill these healthy re relationships and marriages. And how fulfilling they are and satisfying, you know, the same satisfaction folks are, think they're getting with instant gratification and surface level relationships and, and, you know, quick to orgasm, that kind of thing. Um, the level that I've seen people, um, and, and have heard about when you are connected and have taken the time to invest and, um, really understand how your relationship works and what you want out of that relationship. Um, you know, Tantra and all of that, just being able to be these avenues for that. What are some other, um, maybe low hanging fruit changes people can make who maybe this is the first time they're hearing these types of messaging. And they're like, that sounds like a long road for me right now. I am all the way on this spectrum over here. And you know, it sounds like I'd want to be here with more fulfilling relationships and that kind of thing, but it sounds like a lot to do. What are some easier things or some of the, the, um, I, I call them low hanging fruit, but just something that you can start today. Well, you know, Western culture is transfixed with easy short-term solutions. There really is no pill that can replace true healing. It mm -hmm. takes, you know, commitment, determination, and sacrifice to have the kind of transformation to have healthy, vibrant sexual function and physical life and create the, the, the life and the body of our dreams, you know, and the relationships of our dreams. Um, you know, so Really what I'll say is there are plenty of support and resources of other men and women just like you and just like me that can help to simply 
start the journey of quitting the addiction to pornography and ejaculation and that cycle. Once you quit pornography and ejaculation, you are like there. That the, the beautiful transformations you experience will start taking place. And once you simply let go of your fear and, and try this, you'll actually never go back. You'll never want to go back. All the men and women that are on the NoFap journey never want to go back once they get a taste of what life can really be like, because you're right, it's, it's an illusion. We think that we're somehow getting happy with these addictions, but it's a dopamine uh, mirage. That is, mm -hmm. uh, we're perpetually chasing downward um, instead of upward. So I think there is no actual replacement for quitting this intense dopamine destructive addiction. Um, that is the core first teaching to start this journey in my book. And I, my book actually is about sexual, physical, and relational health. And I have, the, what I'm talking about here is neurological and relational health. Um, and this relates to sexual dysfunction on a neurological level and a relational level. Um, and I also cover in the second part of my book, organic ED. So for those that actually do have or feel that they have want to perform better or maybe do have some form of organic ED, I can guarantee people that if they follow the different practices that I recommend in my book, all of them wholeheartedly and with discipline and, and determination, they will, they will see massive transformation in their sexual health. I, there is no form of ED, whether that's neurological or organic, any form of ED that we cannot resolve. And, mm -hmm. and that's the empowerment I'm giving to people. I, I believe I might have the only book that provides a holistic solution to the core underlying source of neurological and organic ED that men and women are experiencing. Yeah. Um, you know, so as a, as a behavior change specialist myself, understanding, you know, yes, you can have a strong desire to want to be better, to have, you know, strong relationships and understand that something's happening, that you're not liking the side effects. Um, yeah. you know, so when I'm saying low hanging fruit, I guess, you know, what are the things that they can start today that don't sound like a mountain, but at least get those first steps? Up? Well, the first step I would recommend is getting a, um, a sexual health coach that that special that has gone through this process. Uh, I got one in my beginning in my process. Noah Church, shout out to Noah Church, who um, has been another leader. He's a young man, um, another leader in this uh, pornography movement. Mm -hmm. um, he's a young man that experienced ED as a virgin. Um, this is a reality that that um, now that the results are coming in from this two decade long great pornog pornography experiment, we're finding that even virgins are incapable of having the first sexual experience of their lives and being robbed of that connection and experience and relationship that they deserve, that's their, their God-given right. And so because of the, the craziness that's happening right now with the results that are coming in, it is causing a rebellion now where, you know, young men are, are just fed up. They've had enough and they are taking the power into their own hands because they are depressed, they're scared and terrified of where our society has led them. If you can imagine your first sexual experience not being able to have that because you are, you're having a relationship with a woman or a man on a virtual device, um, how horrifying that would be when you cannot have a real life connective experience. Um, so, um, yeah, as far as low hanging fruit, um, I would recommend just start with getting support, put the intention out there that you want to have a different life. And, you know, I have to say it may take men hitting rock bottom to actually want to make this change. And that's where I'm asking women to help out with men because men are under and women, but largely men are under war right now with their neurology. Um, they don't know what's happening in the neurology. They are addicted on a deep level, highly addicted 
and they don't know how to get out. They don't even know that they have a problem. And it may take actually getting to the point where they have PIED, porn-induced erectile dysfunction, and their relationships are deteriorated to the point where they've, they're cycling in and out of relationships or can't have a relationship mm -hmm. before they'll actually make this decision to do this. Just like any other addiction to alcohol or a drug, uh, we may make all kinds of excuses and may not actually make that change until we hit rock bottom. But I'm trying to warn people with this knowledge to empower themselves ahead of time that you don't need to wait till you hit rock bottom. You don't have to wait till you experience erectile dysfunction and you're unable to have a fulfilling, meaningful relationship before deciding to actually make this what appears to be a very simple ask on paper, which is to simply stop watching pornography. It's not simple because this is an addiction. It's again, I've seen the struggles that men and women go through on the NoFap forums, but ultimately make that intention and get the help, get the support from an expert coach who's already navigated these difficult waterways and can guide you in this process. So that's the low hanging fruit I would suggest. Yeah. Support system. And, you know, there's, there's always a start to every journey and just knowing that, you know, boost your why I'm, I'm going to share that for everybody. You know, you have to ask yourself why these changes are important to you. And you have a strong, why you'll be able to work through some of those setbacks or, you know, some of those days that it seems impossible. Um, you know, like you had said, your why was, not, you didn't want to feel like this anymore. You, um, and then you started to find some energy and that fog is lifted when a lot yeah. of people start tapping into their potential. Um, when some of these barriers, unhealthy barriers are removed, it's just an amazing process, um, to watch. And one thing I love, you know, for being a wellness coach and getting to see those journeys happen and unfold as well. But, um, I'd, I'd love to yeah. hear, you know, where can everyone find you? What, um, um, platforms they can purchase the book. Um, so give you all your, your socials out. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, my book, you are not broken, um, is available on Amazon. Uh, it's in, um, paperback, Kindle and audio. And I actually did the audio in my own voice. So it's, it's really fun. I really encourage people to, you know, look at the audio that the, um, the Kindle and the paperback have some very inspiring color photos in each chapter. Um, the layout's beautiful. So I encourage people to really get the audio and the paperback because um, they can get the paperback or the Kindle and they can highlight um, areas that they want to remember and they can, they can come to this, the book when they're feeling afraid, lost, mm. confused. Because again, this is very real. I've been through this, this journey. I went through the most difficult time of my life. And there are millions of men and women just like me that are going through this traumatic time in their lives right now with no hope. And I want to offer empowerment to all of them that uh, they can take their lives into their own hands. I want to encourage people to, to drop all the fears they have that are holding them back because uh, the distance between the ideal image we hold of ourselves and where we are right now is not as far as we think. But going back to um, my website is brookhazen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-E-H-A-Z-E-N.com. And that's where you can find links and resources um, to um, like NoFap Forum, coaches, um, different like uh, porn blocking sites for your um, telephone. Um, but um, you can also get the book from my website and I can encourage people to, um, through the links for Amazon, but I encourage people to sign up for the newsletter too, because um, I'd love to keep people aware of uh, seminars that I might be having in the future. Um, I'm thinking about doing some intensives for people that are, have read the book and are very serious about trans wanting transformation in their lives, sort of like a transformation encouragement um, seminar. Um, so 
um, yeah, that's where you can you can find me, brookhazen.com. And I have all the links to, to purchase the different books. I have the um, paperback and Kindle in Spanish and Chinese also. Wonderful. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, really excited for those who are looking for an answer right now and they're unable to find something that's fulfilling on long-term that they're looking for. So, so I just want to say that um, I dedicated this book to God. I didn't write this book to make any money. I priced it very affordably. I actually, um, during this journey that I went through, when I was seeing these miracles happen in my life, at some point, I don't remember how or when, but I made a promise to God that I would write a book. And this is the result of that promise that I made to God. And it's led me now to doing this podcast. Um, but I, I would not be where I am today if it was not for God, because remember, I had to blaze this trail all by myself. There was no answers for me. And it was God that showed me the pathway. And I believe that God is using me as a, a tool for empowerment and enlightenment for others to, to be able to follow this protocol and this journey that I'm, I'm recommending for people to follow. Hmm. That's beautiful. I love everyone who's, you know, dedicated to their mission and knows how to connect with a higher power and, and how that gives them energy and fulfillment and goals in life. So thank you so much for sharing that and, you know, paving the way for a lot of people who may be alone and scared right now. So I really appreciate that. It's so wonderful to have you on the podcast. Um, for all those who are listening, thank you so much. Don't forget. We are just about to our 100th episode and we are having our 100th episode party on May 28th. You can get those tickets on our website, saltysexcast.com. Please follow us on social media. And if you're feeling extra generous, we would always love to have reviews on Apple. So thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook.